Hello and welcome to a fresh episode of the Wildcat Offense Basketball Edition hosted by yours truly, Wes Ibarra of Offsea Sport. I want to thank you for joining me on your Saturday morning and happy game day. The Cats take on the Minnesota Golden Gophers today at 1.30 p.m. And before we preview today's game, I want to thank each and every one of you for the likes, the ratings, the downloads, the reviews. It means so much to me and the podcast, and it keeps me motivated to keep making this podcast content for you all. Um, share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone who is down to join the sports talk conversation. Um, I can be found on most podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Offsea Sport is spelled O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. There you can find the other Wildcat offense episodes such as previous games throughout the basketball season and recap pretty much the Cinderella season that was Northwestern football. And if you are interested from a professional level, I have the Greatness series, spelled GR number eight NSS, where I give a short form talk about athletes who are just at the top of their games, uh, ranging from Shohei Otani, the $700 million man, to the Philippines women's soccer team, who are the first team from the Philippines, men's or women's soccer, to compete in a World Cup. So I hope you enjoy that. And again, Spread the podcast to friends, family, colleagues, anyone who is down to join the Sports Talk conversation. All right, so we have a 1.30 tilt today in Minnesota. Um, that game will be, or I'm sorry, 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock tilt against Minnesota. Um, that game will be on Big Ten Network on the TV and AM 720 on the radio call locally here in Chicago. So the Cats are coming off a tough loss against number two, Purdue a 105-96 defeat, but they're winners of three of their last five, while Minnesota, who has a pretty respectable record too at 13 wins and seven losses, are losers of four of their last five, their last game being a win against Penn State, 83-74. However, they've suffered losses to Wisconsin, Michigan State, Iowa, and Indiana. Um, So far, just by looking at the team stats, virtually even um so points scored not much of a difference points per game not much of a difference field goal percentage virtually 0.1% different cats are better 47.9 to 47.8 cats are better shooting the free throw line 72.8 to 67.8 and better at shooting the three minnesota is a better rebounding team 33.1 to 28 even same Virtually assist, Minnesota has a slight edge, 18.6 to 16.5. Of course, Northwestern is the better turnover team and has the better assist-to-turnover ratio, but Minnesota is the better shot-blocking team. Um, players to look out for on Minnesota's side are Dawson Garcia, right? They're forward, averaging 17.5 points a game and 7 rebounds. There's also Elijah Hawkins, their guard, with uh, 7.7 assists on the year and two steals on um, the season as well. Uh, just by looking at this uh, at this summary, right, um, I did mention that in the last show on uh, Friday, yesterday. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, please uh, swing by and take a listen into uh, that uh Recap of the tough loss to Purdue. Every team that Northwestern is going to face from now on is not going to be at the level of Purdue. So what I'm trying to say is that there is no reason for 
Northwestern to drop any silly games from now until the end. Because, yes, I keep saying this, there's so much college basketball left to be played. However, there's also very little college basketball yet to be played. So we're in February, right? It's February 3rd. And February is the shortest month of the year. And I just took a look at the remaining schedule earlier this morning. And Northwestern has six uh, regular season games left, uh, ranging from the rest of the month to the first week of March. So again, that's it sounds like a lot because that's covering 30 days, 20 to 30 days, let's just say. But um, it's only six games. So you know, it, it would be very, very hard pressing to believe that, you know, this team is going to go through a tough collapse, but it's also um, no guarantee that this uh, Northwestern Cats team is going to run the table for the next um, six plus games, including today. Uh, but my expectation is that they're not going to see a team like Purdue or Illinois for the rest of the season, right? They're going to see teams again that gave them trouble, right? Like Nebraska, like Penn State, like Maryland. Uh, but they'll also see teams that they were able to put away, like Michigan State. They'll be playing IU uh, one and only. They'll be playing Michigan one and only. So, and, you know, Northwestern struggled against Michigan last season. So there is a lot to look forward to, but also a lot to just be cautious about. But thinking about today's game, right, it looks pretty even, uh, I would say. As a matter of fact, um, just by looking at my uh, Yahoo Sports um, picks uh, percentages, Northwestern has a 48% chance to Minnesota's 52. Do I agree with that? No. But we'll get to the odds in a little bit. But, you know, what I'm trying to say, too, is that every team that Northwestern's going to play could more or less be on their level. And that seems to be the trend, right? Like when they played uh, Illinois and Purdue, uh, I mean, the home game, the odds were much smaller, but Purdue, the odds were bigger, right? And everyone else, it seemed like it was going to be like a five and a half, four and a half, three and a half, two and a half, right? Difference. And today's game is actually a one and a half point favorite for the Wildcats. So they're expecting this to be a close game. And just by looking at the rest of the team, it kind of is similar, right? So Northwestern, we all know, has four guys averaging double figures. Boo Booey has the most with 18.8. And Ryan Langborg has the least with 11.5. And Nick Martinelli with 7.3. But Minnesota, right, they have practically one, two, three, four. They have four players as well. And then a player a fifth player just averaging a shade under 10 so in a way in terms of scoring production as mentioned earlier right there it's pretty similar um and those players for minnesota are garcia christie ola joseph mitchell jr and Payne. so i could see this game being one of those games where yes like there will be a starting lineup's worth of players averaging in double figures. And I could see this game also being very close, given that Northwestern is on the road. Northwestern, you know, to be honest, as much as we want to keep saying good things about them, they aren't necessarily the best road team. So that's where it can get a little bit more concerning. However, again, 
because this Northwestern team is so cohesive, it's so experienced, and you know they're led by someone who has seen so much Big Ten basketball in Boo Booey, right? You know, you always want to give them a chance. They're always going to be a uh, a team that's going to be in the conversation night in and night out, at least for the 23-24 season. Um, and, you know, it it's not going to be easy, but it's games like these that will prove um, how Northwestern can sustain even after showing out against bigger teams. Can they beat teams that are on paper on their level or lower? And also that just that just also determines how good teams are in general, right? Not just by beating the best of the best that are with them, but also teams that are technically at or below them, right? And that's no disrespect. I'm not saying that these teams suck, right? I'm just saying that they just aren't on the level of of uh, Northwestern, Purdue, Illinois, and whomever else at this point in time. And, you know, I keep maintaining, even in the last show, that Northwestern is probably the best unranked team in America. And, you know, that's up for debate, right? We can we can talk about other teams and mid-majors and whatnot, but I firmly believe that Northwestern is probably the best unranked team out there. Uh, that being said, you know, uh, I do have a couple keys to the game for today. And um, the first key is to neutralize Garcia and... Uh, Garcia and Hawkins, right? Because those guys are the stat leaders on their team. Um, Hawkins has 7.7 .7 points or assists per game, while Garcia is their leading scorer with 17 and a half and seven rebounds. So forwards, forwards are going to have their hands full with this guy. Uh, and then guards, right? Uh, they will see someone that has good know-how in terms of finding his teammates and um, contributing to the game and more than just scoring because Hawkins is only averaging eight and a half points a game. But again, like I said, uh, he's shown that he can run an offense very well and he shoots very well from three, 36.1%. Um, of course, there's other players that shoot a little bit better, right? Like Mitchell Jr. Ola Joseph is shooting 43.3, which is very, very good. And Christie with 49.1. So what I'm trying to say is that not only to neutralize those two guys, but also make it more of an individual effort on Minnesota's end and make it more of a team effort on our end. So yes, if you if you really put those two guys at bay, right? And just by looking at this minutes breakdown, Minnesota is going to rotate a lot of players going into going into this game. And uh, you want to either force the secondary or tertiary players to make plays, or you can just catch them on a bad night, stifle all of them, right? Because Northwestern is one of the best defenses out there today and not give them a chance to score. As a matter of fact, you know, make it look like they got a lid on their bucket while our bucket looks like a, I don't know, looks like one of those giant buckets that you see just out there, out and about. Um, but second key would be to just uh, 
I would say, other than covering Garcia and Hawkins, the second key to the game is to just play Northwestern basketball, right? So play discipline, take care of the ball, play tough defense, and, um, you know, try to control, control everything that you, you can for this game because this team, like I said earlier, is very, very even in terms of their production and their overall stats throughout the year. However, Northwestern's defense has really carried them a lot this year. And if you can defend well against a team like Illinois, a team like Purdue, a team like Michigan State, right? A team like Wisconsin, guys, guys that you'll see in the tournament, possibly at some point, um, then you should be able to really stifle teams that are on the bubble or probably won't make the NCAA tournament proper. Uh, and then the last key that I have for today is um, 40 minutes of intensity. I think that's just going to be the main key or the consistent key, I should say, from now and the next six plus games, right? You don't really ever want to get a game decided in. 45 or 50 minutes right and i know northwestern's best wins throughout the year have been on games decided in overtime but in order to really just put the word out there that this is a really good team right you always want to settle your um your battles in 40 and as long as the cats can keep doing that right, or start doing that, starting with today, then, of course, we would be playing for a much higher seed. And that's really, I think, the goal, too, for the rest of the season, right? Like, we won't see those good teams again until the conference tournament or the actual tournament proper. So we need to scrap these six games. Um, and by scrap, I mean, like, fight through, not throw them away. Um against really good teams a mixture of good teams and bad teams right and pretty much try to go as high of a winning percentage as possible so that way you know we can get better than a nine seed right because i did talk about a couple episodes back how cbb on fox predicted the cats to be a nine seed which is very similar to where they were last season and of course if they keep winning right and they do well in the um, conference tourney, right? They can maybe be a seven seed or a six seed, which would be great because then that would mean that this season was way better than last. And it's on pace to be that way. So at this point, yeah, the Cats really, really need to neutralize teams like this one because you are playing for a higher seed. And that way you can get a much more favorable matchup in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And perhaps favorable matchups just the rest of the way so that's that's it so take care of hawkins and garcia um play northwestern basketball tough defense take care of the ball and whenever the shots are there take them you know they're most likely to fall anyway because this team has so many good shooters like ty berry right line ryan langborg boo booey right and brooks barnheiser can shoot it a little bit too and then of course yeah have just a complete complete game for 40 minutes those are my keys to today's game uh, again i want to rediscover the odds so northwestern is a one and a half point favorite 138 and a half over under i 
kind of agree with that. I think it'll be close at first, though, but then the Cats will find a way to pull. So I don't agree with the spread, but I kind of agree with the over. I think I'll take a little bit over, and I'm going to go with... Um, I think I'm going to go with 72 to 64. 72, or no, uh, 72, I said over, right? So I would say 72 to, hmm, let's go 80. 80 to 72. So so Cats 80, Minnesota Golden Gophers 72. So I think it'll be close in the first half, though. So I could see like a tie or maybe a slight advantage to either team. But I think the Cats will turn it up in the second half and run away with this game and improve to 16 and 6. You know, that much closer to 20 wins, which is, again, uh, pretty much a benchmark for a very good season in uh, college basketball. Let me know what you think. Do you think that this is going to be a close game? Do you think the Cats can uh, bounce back in a big way? Or am I just asking for too much here? Uh, just going to sign off here for uh, now. Uh, thank you again for joining me on your Saturday morning. Uh, remember, the game is on Big Ten Network on the TV, AM 720 on the radio in the Chicagoland area. And, of course, if you are at the game, enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. MSP is such a beautiful area, and um, it's a great place to watch basketball because Minnesota is a really, really good basketball state. Um, we will circle back on Monday to recap this game. As far as games go, I believe the Cats do not play again till uh, Wednesday. And that is correct. And it's at home against Nebraska, so hopefully the Cats can get even there. But for now, let's focus on this game. Hopefully another Wildcat win. I'll check in on you on Monday. So thanks again for everything, the time to listen, the reviews, the downloads. It means a lot. Share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone who is down to join the Sports Talk conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, for example. And Offsie Sport is spelled O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. And there you can find my whole range of content that I've produced so far up until this point. I'll see you on Monday. Thank you again. Have a great weekend. And go Cats! Wow.